Today is the 31st day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is wonderful to be here with you today on the last day of the first month of the year. Obviously, our 31st day on our journey through the scriptures. And so we're a month in. We're kind of out beyond the shoreline now. We have sailed and we look back at where we started and we really can't see. We're out in the deep. We're sailing across the year together. And it is a joy to be on this voyage with you. And it is a joy to be able to gather around the global campfire today and take the next step forward, the step that leads us to end our first month. And that next step forward leads us back into the book of Exodus, back into the story of Moses, back into the story of the deliverance of the children of Israel from their Egyptian slavery. And we will see that story come to its fruition today. Exodus chapter 12, verse 14 through 13, verse 16. This day will become a memorial for you, and you will celebrate it as a festival to the Lord. You will celebrate it perpetually as a lasting ordinance. For seven days you must eat bread made without yeast. Surely, on the first day you must put away yeast from your houses because anyone who eats bread made with yeast from the first day to the seventh day will be cut off from Israel. On the first day there will be a holy convocation, and on the seventh day there will be a holy convocation for you. You must do no work of any kind on them. Only what every person will eat, that alone may be prepared for you. So you will keep the feast of unleavened bread, because on this very day I brought your regiments out from the land of Egypt. And so you must keep this day perpetually as a lasting ordinance. In the first month, from the fourteenth day of the month, in the evening, you will eat bread made without yeast until the twenty-first day of the month in the evening. For seven days, yeast must not be found in your houses. For whoever eats what is made with yeast, that person will be cut off from the community of Israel, whether a resident foreigner or one born in the land. You will not eat anything made with yeast. In all the places where you live, you must eat bread made without yeast. Then Moses summoned all the elders of Israel and told them, Go and select for yourselves a lamb or a young goat for your families, and kill the Passover animals. Take a branch of hyssop, dip it in the blood that is in the basin, and apply to the top of the doorframe and the two side posts, some of the blood that is in the basin. Not one of you is to go out the door of his house until morning, for the Lord will pass through to strike Egypt when he sees the blood on the top of the doorframe and the two side posts. Then the Lord will pass over the door 
and he will not permit the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you. You must observe this event as an ordinance for you and for your children forever. When you enter the land that the Lord will give to you, just as he said, you must observe this ceremony. When your children ask you, what does this ceremony mean to you? Then he will say, it is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover. When he passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt, when he struck Egypt and delivered our households. The people bowed down low to the ground, and the Israelites went away and did exactly as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. It happened at midnight. The Lord attacked all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne, to the firstborn of the captive who was in the prison, and all the firstborn of the cattle, Pharaoh got up in the night along with all his servants and all Egypt, and there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was no house in which there was not someone dead. Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron in the night and said, Get up, get out from among my people, both you and the Israelites. Go, serve the Lord as you have requested. Also take your flocks and your herds just as you have requested and leave. But bless me also. The Egyptians were urging the people on in order to send them out of the land quickly, for they were saying, We are all dead. So the people took their dough before the yeast was added, with their kneading troughs bound up in their clothing on their shoulders, now the Israelites had done as Moses told them. They had requested from the Egyptians silver and gold items and clothing. The Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and they gave them whatever they wanted, and so they plundered Egypt. The Israelites journeyed from Ramses to Succoth. There were about 600,000 men on foot, plus their dependents. A mixed multitude also went up with them, and flocks and herds, a very large number of cattle. They baked cakes of bread without yeast using the dough they had brought from Egypt, for it was made without yeast. But they were thrust out of Egypt and were not able to delay. They could not prepare food for themselves either. Now the length of time the Israelites lived in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of the 430 years, on the very day, all the regiments of the Lord went out of the land of Egypt. It was a night of vigil for the Lord to bring them out from the land of Egypt. And so on this night, all Israel is to keep the vigil to the Lord for generations to come. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, this is the ordinance of the Passover. No foreigner may share in eating it, but everyone's servant who is bought for money, after you have circumcised him, may eat it. A foreigner and a hired worker must not eat it. It must be eaten in one house. You must not bring any of the meat outside the house, and you must not break a bone of it. The whole community of Israel must observe it. 
When a resident foreigner lives with you and wants to observe the Passover to the Lord, all his males must be circumcised, and then he may approach and observe it, and he will be like one who is born in the land. But no uncircumcised person may eat of it. The same law will apply to the person who is native-born and to the resident foreigner who lives among you. So all the Israelites did exactly as the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. And on this very day, the Lord brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt by their regiments. The Lord spoke to Moses, Set apart to me every firstborn male, the first offspring of every womb among the Israelites, whether human or animal. It is mine. Moses said to the people, Remember this day on which you came out from Egypt, from the place where you were enslaved. For the Lord brought you out of there with a mighty hand, and no bread made with yeast may be eaten. On this day, in the month of Abib, you are going out. When the Lord brings you to the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites, which he swore to your fathers to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, then you will keep this ceremony in this month. For seven days you must eat bread made without yeast, and on the seventh day there is to be a festival to the Lord. Bread made without yeast must be eaten for seven days. No bread made with yeast shall be seen among you, and you must have no yeast among you within any of your borders. You are to tell your son on that day, It is because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. It will be a sign for you on your hand and a memorial on your forehead, so that the law of the Lord may be in your mouth. For with a mighty hand the Lord brought you out of Egypt. So you must keep this ordinance at its appointed time from year to year. When the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, as he swore to you and to your fathers, and gives it to you, then you must give over to the Lord the first offspring of every womb. Every firstling of a beast that you have, the males will be the Lord's. Every firstling of a donkey you must redeem with a lamb, and if you do not redeem it, then you must break its neck. Every firstborn of your sons you must redeem. In the future, when your son asks you, what is this? You are to tell him, with a mighty hand the Lord brought us out from Egypt, from the land of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to release us, the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of people to the firstborn of animals. That is why I am sacrificing to the Lord the first male offspring of every womb. But all my firstborn sons I redeem. It will be for a sign on your hand and for frontlets on your forehead. For with a mighty hand the Lord brought us out of Egypt. Matthew 20, 29 through 21, 
22. As they were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed them. Two blind men were sitting by the road. When they heard that Jesus was passing by, they shouted, Have mercy on us, Lord, son of David. The crowd scolded them to get them to be quiet, but they shouted even more loudly, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. Jesus stopped, called them and said, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, let our eyes be opened. Moved with compassion, Jesus touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight and followed him. Now when they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples telling them, Go to the village ahead of you. Right away you will find a donkey tied there and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you are to say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet. Tell the people of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, unassuming and seated on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road. Others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those following kept shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. As he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was thrown into an uproar saying, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Then Jesus entered the temple area and drove out all those who were selling and buying in the temple courts and turned over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are turning it into a den of robbers. The blind and lame came to him in the temple courts, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the experts in the law saw the wonderful things he did and heard the children crying out in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David, they became indignant and said to him, Do you hear what they are saying? Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read, Out of the mouths of children and nursing infants you have prepared praise for yourself? And leaving them, he went out of the city to Bethany and spent the night there. Now early in the morning, as he returned to the city, he was hungry. After noticing a fig tree by the road, he went to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. He said to it, Never again will there be fruit from you. And the fig tree withered at once. 
When the disciples saw it, they were amazed, saying, How did the fig tree wither so quickly? Jesus answered them, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and do not doubt, not only will you do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, Be lifted up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, if you believe, you will receive. Psalm 25, 16-22 Turn toward me and have mercy on me, for I am alone and oppressed. Deliver me from my distress. Rescue me from my suffering. See my pain and suffering. Forgive all my sins. Watch my enemies, for they outnumber me. They hate me and want to harm me. Protect me and deliver me. Please do not let me be humiliated, for I have taken shelter in you. May integrity and godliness protect me, for I rely on you. O God, rescue Israel from all their distress. Proverbs 6, 12-15 A worthless and wicked person walks around saying perverse things. He winks with his eyes, signals with his feet, points with his fingers. He plots evil with perverse thoughts in his heart. He spreads contention at all times. Therefore, his disaster will come suddenly. In an instant, he will be broken and there will be no remedy. Okay, so in the book of Exodus today, we have the, the moment of deliverance. And we were able to witness that as Passover was observed and, and Egypt lost their firstborn. And it didn't have to happen. But it did happen. And at that point, like there was nothing else to do but let the people go. Like, because after... The firstborn have died, then who's next? Like if this is where if this is where we're at, then this God who is invading Egypt is a very powerful God. And and they can keep resisting, but every time they resist, they get destroyed more and more. So they can resist until they're completely destroyed, or they can realize that they've already been destroyed. And it's time to let the people go. And the people marched out, plundering Egypt silver and gold garments supplies 600,000 men on foot well over a million people uh, by the account in the book of Exodus are heading into the wilderness and it's a magic moment because freedom has come for the children of Israel it's a terribly sad moment for the Egyptians who were becoming more and more clear 
that their gods were not powerful enough to save them. And the awe and reverence for the God of Israel, the Most High God, had descended upon Egypt. And God was made famous in Egypt and stayed famous in Egypt. And this whole Exodus story spreads throughout the entire land as we will see as we go forward. And it might seem like, great, man, they're going to go to the promised land now. This is the story. This is awesome. And it is awesome, but this is just the beginning of the story. We have many dusty miles and many lessons to learn as we navigate ourselves into the wilderness. In the book of Matthew, we are, well, we are heading toward the conclusion of the book of Matthew, but we are heading into the passion narrative, the story of the last days of Jesus. And so we arrived in Jerusalem today for these last days, and we will be moving through that for the first time this year in the coming days. But while he is on his way to Jerusalem, so like while he's coming from the Galilee and going to Jerusalem, he's going south. It's like 90 miles south. But the way that the path could be handled most easily was to head from the Galilee down into the Jordan Valley and then follow the valley, like along the Jordan River, follow the valley and follow it all the way to the city of Jericho and then go up to Jerusalem from there. And so Jericho being below sea level, that's a pretty steep climb, but it's an 18 mile hike up to Jerusalem. And so we find Jesus in Jericho today on his way to Jerusalem. So he's left the Galilee, gone into the Jordan Valley, made his way south to Jericho. And now he's got this climb up into Jerusalem. But he's in Jericho, and as he's passing through Jericho, there are blind men on the road, and they hear that it's Jesus that is passing by, and they begin yelling, Have mercy on us, son of David! They're just calling out because they can hear that there's a big crowd, but they're blind, so they can't see. They can't get through the crowd. They can't find Jesus. They wouldn't know Jesus if they found him. They don't know what he looks like. But they've heard of Jesus and they know what his reputation is. And they're yelling to try to get his attention. And the crowd's trying to keep them quiet, of course. And they're just yelling, Jesus, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. And he heard them. He heard them and he stopped and he brought them to him and he said, what do you want me to do for you? And they said they wanted their eyes opened and Jesus opened their eyes and they could see and they followed him. It's a beautiful story. It's just a story that if we go one layer deeper, we realize It's our story. It's our story encapsulated in their story. And it reveals to us a posture, a posture of heart that we are to espouse, knowing 
that on our own we are spiritually blind, that we are wandering, that we can't see where we're going, that we fall down, that we're disadvantaged, that we can't get anything done, that we're blind. And when we reach a point where we realize this and we understand that it's total and we cry out, have mercy upon me, when we realize our utter need and our utter dependence and reach, then we hear these words coming back. What do you want me to do for you? And our response is what Jesus has been calling out in his ministry. Our response is to ask for eyes to see and ears to hear. The blind men say it beautifully, Lord, let our eyes be opened. And so Jesus, this is our prayer today. Let our eyes be opened. May we see things as they are. May we see through your eyes. Not only the world and the people in the world around us, but may we see ourselves through your eyes. We are reaching for you in desperation, knowing our utter dependence and our complete need of you. We are blind. Open our eyes. May we have eyes to see and ears to hear. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. It is the website. It's where you can find out what's going on around here. And so certainly do that. And you can do all this with the Daily Audio Bible app as well, right in the palm of your hand. And the, the app can be downloaded. Just search for Daily Audio Bible at whatever app store works with your device. And you can download it from there. And so check it out. Check out the different sections like the community section. This is where to get connected on social media, different links to the channels that we participate in. But it is also the home of the prayer wall where we can always share our stories, our struggles, our victories with our brothers and sisters and allow them into our story that they might come alongside of us and encourage us and pray for us that they might come alongside of us and jump up and down and rejoice with us. This is a resource that is always available to us. And so certainly check that out in the community section. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, if you find that coming around the global campfire each and every day is life-giving, then thank you humbly for being life-giving. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. 
And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Good morning. This is Early Riser. I'm on my way to work. I simply calling in to express how much joy I have when I hear the variety of people talking. Last week, someone prayed in uh, an Asian language, I think it was Chinese, um, hearing different accents. I'm in the Midwest, so hearing what an accent is to me from the Northeast or the Southeast or the Western accent or Canadian accent or people calling from the UK or um, South Africa. It's such a beautiful picture of what the diversity in the kingdom of God is like. Um, what I consider an accent is, is flavor and different minerals and salts and somebody else can hear me and think that I have an accent and it's just this beautiful expression of the diversity of who the kingdom is and who's all sitting around this. Hello, this is Lisa from Oklahoma and I just listened to DAB and I heard Emily from Washington praying about her anger. I also struggle with these issues, so I would like to lift you up in prayer. Dear God, as we come before you, we ask that you would help Emily, Lord Jesus. You see her heart and you know that she doesn't want to be this way and you see her trying and I just ask that you would bind Satan in the name of Jesus and that you would keep away this anger and help her Lord to find peace and comfort in knowing you and that you can give her what she needs to be the mother that she needs to be to her kids and help her to forgive herself and not to beat herself up Lord because sometimes things affect us that we're not even aware of and it makes an anger and we don't even know where it's coming from. I have been there and I have lived through it and you you have helped me and you can help Emily. God, just wrap her in your arms. Give her the peace that she needs. Let her know that she can get through this. And with God, all things are possible. I'm praying for you, Emily. I hope you have a great day. Father God, we just praise you today. We worship you today. And I lift up my brother Garrett today, God. I lift up his return to you, his falling in love with you. His knowing that the addiction and the drift and disconnect from you came when he gave all the love that should have been yours to another God. I pray that you would heal him and you would hold him and he would fall so deeply into serving you, God, that he will be healthy in the next relationship. I lift up my sister, Emily, God. I lift up the anger, God, that she has given way to, that she is pouring out on her children. God, I lift up her children, and I pray for a healing of their spirits and their hearts of all they've heard and all they've experienced. But God, I pray that Emily would know that this time does come out by prayer and fasting, God. Let her know no spirit has controlled her, God. Let her know right now in the mighty name of Jesus, the greater are you in her 
than anything in the world, that the anger is a work of the flesh that can be broken, the entire back of it can be broken through prayer and fasting. Not only her, but anybody else dealing with the same stronghold, God. I lift up Devin, God. I, I lift her up right now, God. I thank you for her journey as a pregnant mom. And God, the journey she's had is learning your word, God. I pray that she'll take it one day at a time that she won't feel so overloaded with trying to catch up, God, that the value and the treasure in each day will be lost in the speed and the load of trying to carry every day. Let that word just permeate her soul. Thank you for Brian. Thank you for China, God. Thank you for Jill and the Dab family. In Jesus' name, amen. This is dawn of a new day. Love you, Dab family. Hi, Daily Audio Bible family. My name is Derek from Oklahoma. I've been dealing with a lot of things in the last year, health issues, started drinking heavily. I was terrible to my loved ones and the people around me. And my addiction was helpless. In the past month, I've been listening with Daily Audio Bible, seeking God. And in my prayer and fasting, he gave me this prayer that I want to share with you guys for anybody who's dealt with some of the stuff I've been dealing with and maybe even different things but you know if this is you dear God I felt like I'm not enough for your service from this I see come all of my weaknesses I've short-sighted you Lord I've lacked faith God please show me that I'm worthy of you and that I've allowed Satan to trick me into believing that I'm not Forgive me. Put me into situations where I can find my worth in you. Help me to be of service to you, Lord Jesus. Make me enough. I've shied away from your service and I've tried every single thing I can think of to not be all in. Help me to forgive myself like you forgive me and to see myself as your temple and your child. Redeem me, Lord. Renew me. Make me whole in you. May my body be a fitting dwelling place for you. May I be light and salt in your world and help others to see their work. It was the prayer he gave me last night. I love you all. I've cherished listening to your prayers for others and your requests for prayers, and I've been praying along with you and listening with Brian. Grateful for all of you and grateful for a community of Christians. We're so sincere. Love you all. God bless. Good evening, my dab family. This is Mavis calling in from Grenada in the Caribbean. I want to pray for Paul out in Houston who has been separated from his wife and his family for six years and is going to court uh, at the end of February to be able to bring the family together again. Lord, we thank you. We bless your name. We thank you, Lord, because you are in the healing and the restoration business. Nothing is too hard for you to do. We thank you for Paul and for the strength that you have given him over those years, God. We thank you for touching his heart, O oh Lord. Oh, we thank you for his family, that you are restoring them. You are restoring his wife and his children unto him. Bless that relationship, O oh God. Bless him in the name of Jesus. We thank you that you are going to take full control of this situation. 
bring the family back together again let him experience your amazing love oh god we pray that you will strengthen him oh he will look to you the author and finish off his feet we thank you god that he can find the strength in the midst of the storm to continue to serve you so we love you paul and we thank you that god will strengthen you and give you the courage to continue to hold on do not give up hold on God is standing right there with you. We love you. Bye.